This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wait, what is Rodeo Drive? Ben? Is it a street? Yes. Yes. It's like a fancy, expensive shopping place. The movie Pretty Woman, when she goes in that shopping spree and she does yes. a big mistake, huge. That was on Rodeo Drive. In Mighty Ducks 2, all the boys go to <laughs> Oh, I get this Rodeo one. Did Drive. not get Cinema. that first <laughs> But we got to go, Aaron. Yeah, I would love to. We got to get drunk and then like buy- and accidentally spend thousands yeah. of dollars at Gucci. Exactly. Yeah. I yep. would get drunk and go there with $120 cash with no <laughs> cards though. I would go just with the clothes on my back and a pot and then maybe just a machete. <laughs> and see if you could barter your way up to like a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. Will you take this pot for that Lambo? <laughs> Welcome back to Sitcom D&D, a real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded in front of a fake studio audience. Today is the season three finale. Hey, we're all having fun. And we're picking up right outside Chucky Buster's at dawn, where the gang is pacing back and forth anxiously, awaiting that so to arrive and potentially hand over the deed to their beloved building that was the home of Bottoms Up to Chucky Buster Cheese himself, who's sitting just outside of the Chucky Buster's establishment in his decked out purple carriage. And the gang knows right now they're a little short when it comes to the gold they needed to raise in order to buy back Bottoms Up. They needed to raise 2,000 gold. They got all of that taken from them, everything that they raised over the course of the season. And since then, they've managed to rummage together five gold between the four of them. That leaves them 1,995 gold pieces short. So morale is not high as they await that zone. Oh, look in the sky. Some wings. And he swoops in with his little spectacles resting on the bridge of his beak <laughs> and perches just a couple of feet from the gang. That's where we'll pick up. Quiet unset. Sound speeding. And we're rolling. Season <laughs> when you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice Chip and beef at the noble bottoms up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. 
Uh, hello. I'm sorry I'm a little bit late. I ran into a flock of seagulls on the way here. Yeah, I think that gives us an extra day, right? Or an extra year? What is it? <laughs> if you're late, that gives us a whole extra season. <laughs> and as you say that, you hear Mr. Tummy, who's just gotten out of the carriage, go, All rise for the honorable CEO of Chucky e. Busters, Chuck E. Buster Cheese himself. Boo. I sit down. Boo. I was yeah, standing before and I sit down. I sit in Chip's lap. <laughs> Mr. Tummy opens the carriage door and the three and a half foot rat human hybrid that is Chucky e. Buster steps out onto one of those little things that are carried by like four people with handles that they would like have like emperors. A palanquin. Yes, a palanquin. I learned yes. that from you. Yeah, yeah we from did a this different in an episode. episode. <laughs> you taught me that word. And look how it's paying off. <laughs> Hooray. He's on a little palanquin held about a half an inch off the ground by hundreds <laughs> of little Mr. Munches. Oh, oh I forgot about those guys. Sad. And they get closer and closer to the group. Hello, former employees of Chuck. Busters. Hello, guy who murdered his dad. Okay. Well, the only thing I'm in the mood for murdering right now is a business deal. So please, let's not draw this out. That so, would you hand over the deed to this fine establishment? Well, yes, I would like to, but we do have to give them a chance to pay off the two thousand gold pieces. So. Have you raised the allotted funds? Yeah. Why? I mean. <laughs> we have till the end of the business day, right? Uh, technically, you do have until sundown. I thought we could maybe execute this professionally uh, at the time that we had established, but technically you do have until sundown. Yes, well, I left my purse. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I left my oh, yeah. purse on the other side of Fraser. Oh, my and gosh. And we can go get it, and we'll be back by sundown, and then we'll do mm -hmm, this business mm -hmm. deal. Yes, and mm -hmm. we left all of our purses with Chalice's purse. They were in yes. my purse. All yeah. their yeah. purses were inside of my purse. She got a comically large purse, yeah. and they're all I don't, with it. I don't give a shit. This, <laughs> every time that I deal with you all, you ruin my day. That's what you do. You ruin my day. Well, what I'm saying is you can have a great day here at the fine establishment, Chucky Busters, play some games, eat some food, have some fun, and then we'll be back before you even know it with the money that we have. Mm -hmm. That is real. Okay. And, and it's real. Okay, fine. The law does state you have until sundown on the day that is decided for the payment. So I'll be here until sundown. And that's final. There's no extensions this time. I don't care how many teeth Seb pulls out. It is final. You don't care at all? At minimum, it's fascinating. <laughs> minimum. A lot of it is just, I have unlimited baby teeth. There's about like 16 just like just lined up. Just go get the money. Hey! Okay. And the gang starts walking off in no direction. We all walk we in four different directions yes. confidently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I had the same thought at the exact same time. As you just start to wander away in all different directions from Chucky e. Busters, you run into... Mail is here, the mail is here. Here we go, the mail is here. What? Whoa, hey. Oh, fancy, I, I should see you here. You saved me a couple steps. I was just going to get you some of your mail here. No time, mailman. We got to find money. Beef, maybe he has like a 2,000 gold check for us from our... Dead uncle? Oh, my God. Who has a dead uncle? Do you uncle? have a dead Anybody? uncle's check for us? <laughs> uh, and he kind of looks at the uh, envelope in his hand and weighs it. He's like, I don't think that's 2,000 gold pieces, but, uh, well, here you go. See for yourself. 
Mail was here. The mail was here. Oh. He starts moving out. We should have robbed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. From here on out, every person we see, we yeah. rob. Yeah. That's fine. Amen. <laughs> Who's the mail for? Yeah. Chip Ahoy is what you see on the front. Oh, okay. I guess not the best time for a love letter, but I, I think I can open this thing up if you guys don't mind. Hey, man, you got to get it where you can get it. So. Thanks. I think I actually really need this right now. I open up the letter. You open it up, and there's actually a couple different components to this letter. The letter itself is on a piece of parchment that has been sprayed with Alberta's perfume. You, you smell her scent <laughs> on it. <laughs> what, do you not like the smell of Doritos Locos Tacos? <laughs> <laughs> no. Happy anniversary, my love. Please take these tickets to the Sunny and Chariot games and have the time of your life. I love you more every day, you sexy idiot. That's her little pet name for me. <laughs> idiot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you see five tickets fall out for the 424th annual Sunny and Chariot Games. This is basically Frazier's Super Bowl. They take place in the Capitol and draw a crowd of more than 200,000 people. They consist of several different chariot-based events and last like an entire day. Why don't we go scalp these tickets, bros? Yeah, I mean, that's got to be like 2000 right? And if we can't, then we go in and then we start robbing people inside. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So many Easy. People high fives rob. all around. Yeah. High five. Oh, oh hey, give high me high some skin. Scalping, robbing, so many good crimes that we could commit. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did what seems like it's a crime, but is not, and it's legal? I'm listening. <laughs> you're frothing at the mouth, which makes me think you're about to talk about gambling, Jennifer. Yes, Chalice. <laughs> I've been trying to get this group to gamble since day one. And I'm telling you right now, if we're looking to make 2,000 gold pieces in one day, starting with five gold pieces, there's only one way to do that, baby. Parlaying. Some bets. I don't know, guys. Wouldn't it be safer if we just tried to sell them? And I mean, these will go for 25 to 50 gold pieces tops. Okay, now we got 200 gold pieces. You fucking happy, Beef? That's not enough! Easy. You are literally, I just got shocked by you. I tried touching you and I got an electric <laughs> shock in my hand. You need to relax. Jenny pushed me all the way down. This is the one time where gambling makes sense. We need to do it, okay? Yes, if we were just going to place one bet, five gold pieces on an outcome, yeah, wouldn't be enough. But if we parlay the bets, then if every single bet goes our way, we could turn five gold pieces into 2,000. There you go with that word again. What is a parlay? Is that like pirate code? What, what does that mean? <laughs> There's no time to explain. Follow me. We're going to the Sunny and Sherry at games. Oh, she just took the tickets and ran. We got <laughs> right, we got to go. <laughs> As y'all enter the capital and make your way to the Sonny and Chariot Games, the sound of the crowd's excitement echoes through the city streets. The capital is full of beautiful buildings, the smallest of which are still three times the size of anything you've seen in France, and made with beautiful polished white stone. You are all swept up in the river of people flowing towards the arena to witness this epic sporting event. Now the grand arena looms before you, its massive stone walls and towering arches are a testament to the wealth and power of the kingdom. As you enter, you are immediately overwhelmed with a view of the track. It's like nearly impossible to see from one side of the track to the other because it's so large. The smell of sweat and sand fills your nostrils. 
The seating area is packed with spectators from all walks of life, cheering and shouting as they watch the chariots and their horses warm up for the games around the track. For the listeners, this may sound familiar because this is the same arena and track where the chariot race was held in Purple Peripedals, Season 2, Episode 20. The atmosphere is electric, with the thunderous hooves of horses and the clatter of wooden wheels filling the air. The chariots themselves are a marvel of engineering, each one ornately decorated with colorful silks and brass adornments. In one corner of the arena, you see a group of chariot racers in full armor, riding chariots pulled by massive war horses. In another, you see sleeker, faster chariots with only two wheels whipping around the track, dodging obstacles and maneuvering through tight spaces. So you see that there's different events that are going to be happening throughout the day. As you are looking over the track, your eyes are all drawn to the sky where you see enormous visuals of specific racers getting warmed up. It essentially looks like a free-floating, humongous jumbotron, and your brains can't really make sense of it at first. I want you guys to give me a perception roll. 16 plus 4. Chalice, you can see a wizard dressed in vibrant teal robes soaring around the arena, and it becomes clear that he is casting some very high-level version of Major Image for the audience based on what he's seeing, and he's also handling the announcements and color commentary for the event. Find your seats. The events will be starting shortly. Ha ha! What a beautiful day for racing! Whoa, that looks expensive. (laughs) But there's more to the arena than the track itself that you're looking at. Between races, you're able to explore this vast arena and its surroundings, visiting the different vendors selling exotic foods and trinkets, or perhaps even placing a bet on an event. In fact, you see Jennifer racing back towards you guys right now, waving something in her hand, a wax-stamped piece of paper recognized as an official wager place. Okay, okay, y'all. So I placed a five-gold piece bet, and there were... Very few options of what parlays would pay out 2000 or more. So remember, dum-dums, with a parlay, every single one of these bets needs to go our way. If even one of them doesn't, the whole parlay falls through and we lose everything! Oh, Which is just like Which five, five gold pieces. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still everything. I feel like that's a lot of luck we're depending on. That's crazy. I haven't been following this year's chariot races. How do we know it's going to be good? Okay. I picked things that I feel like we could potentially, as a group, influence. So don't freak out or anything. But basically none of the things that I bet on for the parlay. Whisper. You're screaming about fixing bets. Listen, guys. You're in my world now, okay? I don't give a Whoa! Okay. <laughs> These are my people. We're in the underworld now. Jennifer has a cigar in her hand. <laughs> what the hell? She's got a crazy hat. She's giving thumbs up to everyone around her. No one gives a sh. Everyone's only focused on one thing. <laughs> their gold. Their pockets. I mean, I wish you would have consulted us on some of these bets, but do you mind running us through what you picked? Hey, I don't come to you and tell you how to be a dumb asshole. Sorry. <laughs> No, that was pretty good. That wow. was pretty yeah. yeah, I kinda actually like that. That's maybe my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is leave the gambling to a Jennifer, okay? Here are the bets, and this is what we need to happen. The coin flip has to be tails, right up top. 
the puppy bowl needs to be won by the Basset Hound. There has to be a marriage proposal on the track and they have to say yes. 10,000 hot dogs need to be sold by halftime. The Gladiate bucket they pour on the long jump winner has to be green. And finally, the crowd needs to do the wave during the seventh event stretch. None of these are about the actual race. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, what about the horses? You guys, we can't fix that. This stuff we can influence, baby. I mean, I can sell 10,000 hot dogs easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not going to matter if we don't even get a coin flip. Yeah. Is there a schedule? Is there a program? Like, we got to make sure this stuff happens. And then you hear booming over the audience. Welcome to the 424th Annual Sunny and Chariot Games. I am your host, the powerful and magnificent wizard, Gibiani. And he does a double pitch to Chesty and the crowd goes nuts. Yes! Now, in order to get these events started, we of course need to determine the home and away side. By the coin flip! Oh, no. Oh, no. oh, God, it's happening right now. But first, a message from our sponsor. It's that time again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, please. Please. Are you serious? No. Today. Why am I still doing the dance? I can't stop. put my hands on the keys. You put your hands on your knees and have an allergy while I play on these reeds. Now this one here is an absolute must. Turn your face up to the sky and scream, Now cha-cha once. Great. Now let's try it together. Pretend you're eating some cheese, then put your hands on your knees, and then get ready to scream, Cha-cha! I have minor illusion. Oh, which I feel yeah. like might help. You create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. If you create an image of an object such as a chair, muddy footprint, or a small chest, it must be no larger than a five-foot cube. Physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion because things can pass through it. So the coin flip, you know, is taking place at the direct center of the track itself. So, Beef, how many spell slots do you have for the invisibility? Is it just one or is it two spell slots? I get two, baby. Because I think she could touch you and turn you invisible and you could go out there and do it. Yes. Great. Let's do it. Uh, I'm so excited that you get to be invisible, too. Have fun doing it, okay? (laughs) I'm a little nervous. (laughs) No, no, don't be. It's a ball and a blast. And maybe do something kind of for yourself, too, when you're invisible, all right? Okay. After. After would be good. I touch Chalice in a friendship way, and (laughs) she turns invisible. Wow. Chalice, you've never looked better. (laughs) Sorry. No, I actually liked that one. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I kind of like that, too. Also, I'm having, like, a real existential dread. Like, do I even exist? Do I need to be perceived? I know what you're going through, babe. Don't follow that thread, all right? (laughs) Please give a warm welcome to today's official (laughs) referee. Run! Chalice, run! Are you running, Chalice? Chalice has, like, existential dread on her face and is, like, going back and forth in serpentining because she's panicking, having never been invisible before. (laughs) But nobody knows. (laughs) Give me an acrobatics check for Chalice to get there in time because running and weaving through people, I would imagine, can be a little bit tough if you've never been invisible before and you can't see your feet or any part of yourself as you're trying to hurdle things, jump over things, and move through people. 15 plus 3. Yeah, girl. And with an 18, Chalice is bobbing and weaving through the crowd 
hurdles over the security gate that separates the track from the audience and the spectators, and you feel warm sand start to spray on your shins as you are moving closer and closer to the center, where you see a referee in robes of black and white, and he is in the middle of the track with a large coin, just like probably half the size of his palm, ready to be flipped. Chalice concentrates on the coin, and the second it goes in the air, she casts it so it's tails on both sides. You hear booming over the audience, The coin has been flipped! It's tails! Yes! Oh my god. Chalice is flashing the audience, flipping (laughs) off the audience with thumbs up. She did do something for herself. (laughs) And as the referee goes to grab it, he passes through the illusion, and he does not notice as he puts it back into his robe pocket that anything was amiss. And with that, the 424th Sonny and Chariot Games is now underway. We, of course, will be starting with the first event, the sprint. And with the sprint, of course, the rules are no maximum on horsepower. And as you see on the field, there are 10 to 12 chariots all on a starting line with horses tied to them, some of them all the way up to 20 30, maybe even 40 horsepower ready to do a drag race sprint of just over 200 yards. Uh, Nice work, Chalice. Wait, are you here? I feel amazing. You sound existential right now. Yeah, isn't it nice? (laughs) I'm going through it. What's next? Puppy bull basset hound? I mean, we could also start the hot dog stuff while... Yeah, I already sold five while Chalice was doing that. Wow. You sold five dogs already? Yeah, man. Easy. They're flying off the shelves. Seb, what if you entered into the puppy bowl? I'm listening. And made sure the basset hound won. Oh. Would I be the basset hound or would I just make sure the basset hound won? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's better odds of you losing. So maybe you just be the other people. Yeah, you be another dog that's helping the basset hound. Because you're you're so good at like... Not winning. Yeah. And like being bad at sports and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, bad at sports, bad at owning a business. No, so good at piano, so good at being a friend, so good Uh, at mm -hmm, any job mm -hmm. we throw at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Today is not the day to doubt ourselves. That's right. I just flashed everyone here and I feel so good. Seb, you can do this. But nobody saw, right? You were invisible. Yeah, but I knew. I feel amazing. Yeah, you sound amazing right now. I'm doing so well. Considering like our predicament, you sound incredible. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Okay, I'm going to turn into a wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! What an amazing finish to the sprint, the 200-yard dash. Uh, Photo finish, if I may say so myself. That doesn't make sense in this world. Who cares? I travel between different dimensions. I know things you don't know about. Plebes. Anyways, the puppy bowl. Everyone's favorite to check in with while the dangerous and sometimes horrific and gory events are taking place. We'll check in with the puppy bowl. And he zooms over and flies to a little tiny track within this giant track, and they're getting the puppy bowl ready to be run, which is a race, and it's four laps. Is he going to stick out as a wolf? I'm a wolf puppy. (laughs) It takes longer to become a puppy. (laughs) 
And it's more painful. It's so painful. All right, I believe we have our contestants and they're getting ready at the line. So Seb, what are you doing? I'm, I'm going to go up. I am wearing little tiny Nike shoes. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> so cute. And they're off. And you see these little puppies. They don't really know exactly which way to run. They're not really trained for this. They're kind of just like playing with each other and moseying around. And then there's like some gentle hands guiding them and pushing our little butts to keep going. Okay, in dog, I'm going, I'm going to kill you, Basset Hound. You need to keep going. <laughs> I've abandoned the hands, and I'm going straight after trying to bite this little Basset Hound. So you're nipping its little butt? Yeah, nipping at it. Why don't you roll for intimidation? Let's see, what's my intimidation? Oh, yeah, it's a negative one. <laughs> Boom! That 20! Let's f***ing go! Oh, my Ooh. God. Oh, what a tiring oh, on all cylinders. Okay, so little baby wolf Seb got himself into this race as soon as the race started, and he's in with the pack and kind of got lost amongst the bunch, but he found that basset hound pup and is nipping at it and is scary enough that this basset hound is running for its life. And the first lap, he's in the lead. Second lap, he's in the lead. Third lap with a nat 20. Everyone else is in the dust. And it looks like a race between the basset hound and the wolf pup. I make it look like it's going to be close. And then I purposely trip because I'm a dog in human shoes. So that wasn't wasn't great. <laughs> and the winner is the basset hound. Yes. High five, high five, guys. Oh, we're doing it. We're really doing it. God, I understand why Jennifer gets off on these things. Oh, yeah. Just revel in it, baby. With the end of the puppy race, we can check back in with our next major event. Chariot Chicken. Two chariots race at each other at full speed. And they will crash unless one of them chickens out. Who wins? Nobody. Unless... You don't chicken out. <laughs> My favorite event. <laughs> Give it up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Y'all, this is going swimmingly. Like, I can't believe, like, why don't we do this all season long? Yeah, I got hit by a mail truck. <laughs> oh, was, yeah, that's right. Give me a perception check. Unnatural 20. And so, Beef, you've taken it in because the events are posted in a lot of different places, just painted on certain walls. You know that after chariot chicken is halftime. That is an issue because you also see a hot dog tally. You don't know what it is, but you see that every time someone pays and an exchange with a hot dog, the tally goes up. So something connects it where anytime a hot dog is bought and sold from any of the vendors at the entire arena, it is magically tracked. And right now, the hot dog tally is at 9,800. Okay, okay. 200 more. Wait, Beef, how many personal hot dogs have you sold? Uh, oh, I've sold at least 25 at this point, but that doesn't count, <laughs> all right? <laughs> beef, if we can get you on that wizard screen eating a hot dog, I can guarantee you everyone <laughs> in the stadium is going to crave a hot dog. You make mm-hmm, eating food mm-hmm. look like a religious experience. And I got to tell you, it is. Okay, guys, get me up there. <laughs> Chip, throw me up. <laughs> throw you? throw you towards the wizard? That or I fly with my... (laughs) No, no, no! Shut up! Shut up, Beef! Shut up! Shut up! Okay. Sorry, it's just my big moment. I don't think we've done it in a long time, and 
I'm just kind of nervous. I'm kind of shaking right now. Before Chip throws me, I say, Jenny, dog me. And Jennifer uh, puts a hot dog in my hand. (laughs) So excited. Chip has never been so excited in his life for almost anything. He picks up beef like a javelin over his shoulder, football style. And he winds back and he launches beef as far as he possibly can. As close to the wizard as possible. Give me a strength check, actually, just to see how far you can throw beef here. Okay. All right, a 15. Okay. With a 15, Chip rears back, crow hops, and throws beef as hard as he can towards where the wizard is hovering, about 50 feet off of the ground over the arena. Beef, you reach your apex about half of the way (laughs) towards this wizard. However, you do pull a Buzz Lightyear and your cape turns into wings right in time. Pickle, pickle, pickle. As you catch the air and you fly up right next to the wizard, Gibiani himself. Hey, Gibiani, how you doing? What the f*** is going on? I'm trying to run an event here. Yeah, and I'm trying to get satisfied. And Beef takes out his hot dog. (laughs) And then he always has some condiments on him. So he takes out a little bit of ketchup and a little bit of mustard. Jibby, where's my camera? I don't just put the camera on everything I'm seeing. It's a conscious effort to create a major image. Why should I broadcast you to 200,000 people? Because, honey, I'm about to make this arena a million f***ing coins. All right. When I eat this hot dog, it's going to blow people's minds. (laughs) Give me a persuasion roll. Sure. I've never wanted anyone to roll higher in my life, I don't think. 15 plus four. Oh, thank God. Well, I, I of course, receive a small percentage of every hot dog sold. Yeah, you do. Unique contract. You are a... (laughs) You are a... Charming little fellow. I am. Couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt. We love to see the everyman at the event in. Okay, you're up. You're up, kid. You're up. And he gives you like a five, four, three, and then the two and one are silent, and then he points to you. Beef silently looks into the camera. He raises the dog into frame. He puts up one <laughs> finger, and he wags it like, no, no, no. This and is then, all moving in slow motion, I assume. Yes. <laughs> Making sure we're all on the same page. I was hearing careless whisper by yeah. Wham. <laughs> and it's just like, remember those Carl's Jr.'s commercials where those hot women were eating big burgers? Oh, yeah. How could we forget? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is this anything like that? It's exactly like that. Beefs in booty shorts all of a sudden? Yes. <laughs> Beefy shorts. And then I finish the dog, and I suck on each finger, and then I twiddle them, and I go, and that's that on that. Wow. (laughs) Why don't you give me a performance check? Oh, my God. I got a 19 plus five, baby. Oh, hot dog has never looked better. Hot dog. That would be a great time to get a hot dog. Hun, give me three. Four for me. Two. It's just a crazy stampede towards the vendors to get hot dogs right before the halftime rush because you've created a rush, Beef. And the rest of you are watching that counter as it goes 9,850, 9,868, up, 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 9,900, 9,960, 10,000, and now it's blowing past 10,000. And you hear the horns go off to signal halftime at Sonny and Chariot Games. Beef doesn't even look surprised. He's just nodding knowingly at us. He knew it would work. (laughs) And he's still eating hot dogs from his trench coat. (laughs) (laughs) Those are still not helping us. (laughs) 
And performing in this year's halftime show, you know them, you love them, the Bard and the Barbecues. And you're hit with some high-impact, very fast-paced string rock. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times best-selling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy... Is it worth it? Because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. The series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. And so now the gang is kind of reconvening during this halftime show. We're all eating hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Beef convinced us. <laughs> We're all wearing sunglasses. <laughs> We're smoking cigars. We have Jennifer's hats. <laughs> yeah. We all look like Jennifer now. We get it now. <laughs> we get it. I tried to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. I think I'm having the time of my life. No feeling like it. Okay, holy sh- The coin flip worked. Seb, that was amazing. I've never seen yeah, you man. run that fast as a person. I turned back into a human. Thank you. <laughs> Beef, I'm only going to eat hot dogs for the rest of my life. This is the best day we have ever had. Ever. Oh, man. I wish Alberta was here. This is so nice for her to get me the ticket. <laughs> Something wrong with your hot dog chalice? <laughs> You get a little relish in the throat. <laughs> it is really cool. I mean, this day that is maybe one of the best days of all of our lives is really thanks to Alberta. Yeah. And you guys like her, right? Yeah. Like man. her more now. Yeah. yeah. This is sick. I like that she just drops in and it feels like an occasion, you know? <laughs> yeah, when she like burst out of that closet that one time and we didn't know she was in there. Yeah. Yeah, and she strangled me for a minute. That was fun. Wh- what would you say if she asked me to move in with her? What? What? Oh. Oh, like... Yeah. You'd move up there, or she would come down moving with us. We're just maybe getting the bar back. Chip, I mean... I just, I'm getting, like, inklings that she, like, wants to, I don't know, like, 
commit harder. So I'm worried that she wants me to like move. Well, if you're worried, something that's not a good. Sign. That feels fast. Yeah. It's it's only fast if it's not what you want, Chip. What what, what do you want? Huh? Yeah, what do you want, buddy? I mean, I I love her. And those three months that she was here when we were preparing for the lawsuit, like those were incredible three months. And we like were living together then. So Beef looks at Chalice. Chalice looks at Beef. <laughs> I mean, you guys get it. You guys were living together when you guys were in that weird relationship, right? Yeah. Those were a great three months. I won't lie. Yeah. Hey, Chip. Yeah, Chalice. I just want you to be so happy. So whatever that is. I, I second what Chalice says. We want you to be happy, man. And I guess if that means you move all of your stuff, but I get half of your glass menageries because they have to stay. <laughs> and I get the other yeah. half because they have to stay. Yeah, they yeah. have to stay. Yeah, I trust me. I wouldn't take it. And you know what? It might not even come up. We've been crushing this long distance thing for two seasons. We just celebrated our anniversary. Maybe we can just keep things the way that they are. And she, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. Like you said, we're getting the bar back. We're going to win this bet. We're going to be golden. So we're good to go. I, I'm sorry I brought it up. Slides an entire hot dog down my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and as Chip does that, you see a chariot arc across the sky. That's a new record for the chariot long jump. 423 yards. Incredible. Whoa, long jump? Oh, the That's bucket. one of our things. You gotta get bucket. a bucket. Uh, Gladiator? So you guys remember that Gladiate, which is the thirst-quenching athletic drink they pour on the winning long jump racer, has to be green. And so the winner is about to be announced right now, and I'm sure the team will be pouring that Gladiate bucket on them Pretty soon. Okay. Could we identify where the current Gladiate is? Like, is it on the sideline? Can we see the buckets? Yes. So everyone knows what the Gladiate bucket looks like. It's this really, like, bright orangey wood. It's, like, open top for the most part. But it's right on a bench that's on the side of the track. Each team has their own little bench where they get prepped and ready for the events. Okay, so we can see what color it is, right? If you get close to it. I mean, it is on the track. It's on the field, and you guys aren't right now. With a hot dog in my throat, I turn to beef. (coughs) And he doesn't have to say anything more. (laughs) Beef touches his friend in a friendship way. It's a good hug. It's like a five to ten second hug. It's nice. And he says, I love you, buddy. I love you, beef. And then he turns him invisible. Have fun out there. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> uh, all right. Chip makes his way down to where he identified the Gladiate containers to be. Seb is having a conversation with what he thinks is Chip, but Chip is no longer there. <laughs> hey, Chip, just before we get into this, and I know we're kind of like constrained on time and like this is like really hard for me. Um, I feel like. We've grown a lot recently, and you keep on asking, like, you know, we used to be better friends and stuff like that. And I just want you to know, you'll always be my brother. And, you know, relationships come in seasons and whatnot. And Go, Chip, go! Go, you're almost there! Oh, what the f***? <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's gone, man. He's been gone for a while. Who am I talking to right here? Me. Oh. <laughs> that meant a lot, though. That felt really nice. Chip, you're trying to get there in a hurry, so why don't you also give me another acrobatics check to see how quickly you can bob and weave and hurdle while invisible. And that's a nat 20. Oh, wow. This is the craziest rolling day we've ever had. Yeah, you guys are rolling well for the finale here. Let's go, let's go. So Chip races, and before you know it, you are near the Gladiate, and you can peer in, 
and you see that, well, unfortunately, the Gladiate is not green. It is blue. No. Does the other team have green Gladiate? You just need yellow. You need to pee. You need to pee. You have to pee in there. You have to you pee have in to there. Piss in you it. have to piss. That's all we know how to do. I can't hear you. I know you're very far away and I can't hear you, but I do sense what you're saying. <laughs> it's the power of piss. I feel it in my bladder. I feel it in my heart. I invisibly unzip my pants. And can I use, um, I don't know, intelligence to try and figure out the math of the arc <laughs> that I need to do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me an intelligence check. Okay. Piss math. Thank God the most dehydrated among us had to do this because <laughs> Beef is super hydrated and his pee wouldn't have been yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Chip does not drink water. I like to imagine that Beef has one of those gallon containers that says, like, keep going. And like- <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, girl. I have a plus zero modifier on intelligence, but I did roll a 19. <laughs> So you kind of, Rain Man, you see numbers in the air around Chip's head as he's doing their quick calculation, and you see a couple of, like, isosceles triangles, and he's able to figure it out in his head exactly the angle he needs to get his stream. Got for night-night school. (laughs) Into the gladiate. Okay. I angle myself appropriately, and I let it flow. If anybody was paying attention nearby, all they would see from an invisible nothing is a stream of pee arcing (laughs) into the gladiate. Fantastic. And as Chip's stream comes to an end, it's not a moment later that the team comes and grabs that wooden orange bucket of Gladiate that is now, well, we'll see, as it's poured over top of the long jump chariot winner, not blue, not yellow, but a green Gladiate pours all over it. And they're screaming, they're going nuts. And then you hear like, smells like piss! But everyone else seems to be like screaming and having a great time. (laughs) And up next, the event will be the freestyle race. My second favorite event. Anything goes. First chariot around the track four times wins. No other rules, no holds barred. Give it up, motherfuckers! And everyone goes nuts. (laughs) But of course, before we get to the seventh event... We need to do the seventh event stretch. And then you all know that at this point in the Chariot Games, this is where everyone sings the Sonny and Chariot Games song. And it's time for you to kickstart the wave. But before you can even get organized for that, there's some announcements that are still being made coming from Gibiani. And as everyone knows, the 424th annual Sunny and Chariot Games are brought to you by our most gracious and royal hosts, Prince Milknip and King Cicero themselves. Fart. A major image shows the prince and the king sitting in their very comfy and shaded area where there's really hardly anyone around them besides some people fanning them, where everyone else, of course, is like really crowded together, like packed in like sardines everywhere else. And as Prince Milknip and King Cicero get announced, the entire, what must be 200,000 people, create a chorus of boos. Prince Milknip looks absolutely thrown because he was ready to take a bow and really take it in. He is wearing it plain on his face that he is furious. Furious. And King Cicero, it lingers on him for just a moment, and you just see the slightest tinge of fury on his otherwise stoic face. Boo! Fart! 
Can Chalice become uninvisible because she wants to give them two big thumbs up and she hopes that maybe in some way they'll see her in the crowd flipping them off? Yes, yes. And Gibiani tries to change the subject matter of the major image because he feels how this is awkward and these are very powerful people. And it looks like we have another celebrity in the audience, former princess and woman of the people, Chalice Glass. And Chalice, you find yourself doing two big thumbs up. On the Jumbotron. <laughs> and the audience, 200,000 people, scream and applaud in revelry and joy. <laughs> Chalice is completely shocked. She opposite of faints. I don't know what that is. Start the wave. Start the wave. Chalice walks over to a little girl that's holding a hot dog and like a comedically large lollipop. And she kneels next to her and whispers like, do you want to do the wave? Uh-huh. And them together on the screen, they start to do the wave. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to have this be a persuasion roll to see if you can get everyone to do the wave. <laughs> come on, come on. Just one more. 12, and then I have plus 5. Oh. Okay. So with a 17, Chalice, what do you do physically to try to get this to catch on? Um, She just really puts her whole body into it. <laughs> she really goes for it. Like, on her face, she can phase, like, let's show those two idiots what we can do as a crowd when we all band together. <laughs> Love it. So she goes low, almost like touching her toes, and then straight to the sky, snaps up, a bend and snap, if you will. It catches on. It catches on. And at first, it just starts with the first lower mezzanine. But then by the second time it comes around, it catches, and the whole arena is doing it. Except for you notice two people. Prince Milknip and King Cicero are not standing and participating in the wave. Still counts, though, right? It still counts. It still counts. Yeah. Parlay, parlay, parlay. Money and dance. please make some noise for Jason, who's celebrating his ninth birthday. Yeah! yeah. Yes. Jason beat the plague this year. Whoa. Whoa. Jason, yeah, Jason. And you see Jason on the field, and he's getting handed a bunch of like swag and a jersey from one of the uh, freestyle racers, and he looks just the most joy a child can feel. Oh, this is sweet. And we have someone else who has a very special question for a very special someone. Woo! Hey, wasn't this one of our parlays? Oh, my God. We didn't have to do anything. Outside of the track, someone walks out, and it's just a single person, and Gibiani flies down to them, and as soon as they're on the major image, it becomes very clear to all of you that you're looking at Alberta. <gasps> Um, God, it's what? Alberta. Parlay. Alberta Our parlay. Is she wearing a wedding dress? <laughs> God, she's never looked better. What's the what, what's the question? <laughs> to whom? What question oh, to whom? You idiot. And the wizard floats up next to Alberta and amplifies her voice so that it booms over the <laughs> two hundred thousand people in attendance. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Alberta, Toronto, Toronto, wanna be my man. Hello. I have a big question to ask a big, big, strong boy. He's a man. He's a man. He's of age. That's my girl. Chip, 
Are you ready for this? Oh, look at that. I ripped off my beautiful bridal gown to reveal my massive titties in a tiny, tiny bikini, and I'm shaking them. Oh, I'm shaking them. Listen to this flash mob I hired. They're singing Bruno Mars, I think I want to marry you. <laughs> 30 gnomes who all look like they had different jobs, uh, like grabbing towels and moving uniforms and moving structures. Stop what they're doing and start doing, I think I want to marry you, dances together. I assume Chip is being ushered to the center of the field. The magnificent Gibiani has found you. Your image is now projected and everyone sees that you're projected and is pushing you towards the field. I'm like kind of at a 45 degree angle with my heels dug into the earth being pushed <laughs> by a bunch of gnomes. And I'm kind of looking back at my friends too, trying to be like, what do, what, what, what is, what is going on? What's happening to me? Yeah, Seb is choking on a hot dog. <laughs> Chip actually specifically looks at Chalice. Chalice's head is down and only she can see, but she's crying so hard and so fast that it looks like it's raining just in front of her feet. Oh, that's poetic. Beef's using Chalice's tears to wash his hands from all the sauce from the hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still choking. Nobody's doing anything. And as the music dies down, they finish the flash mob. Chip kind of comes to a halt right in front of Alberta. And the crowd is on bated breath, waiting to see what anybody says next. Chip. My sexy idiot. I bet you're a little bit confused as to what's going on right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confused. It's good to see you. It's amazing to see you, darling. And I hope to be seeing you for the rest of time. Is that a good hint as to what I'm about to do? Yes, I think I get it now. Did you see that I was wearing a bride kind of yeah. dress? What's that called? Wedding dress? A wedding yeah. dress, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and now you're wearing a bride bikini. Yes, darling. Look upon my huge, huge titties. I'm going to get down on both knees because that's how much I love you for this. Hold on one second. Sorry, I had to carry the ring inside my ass because it was too big to fit in my luggage. Chip Chipperson. Not my last name. I want you to know that you are a kindred spirit to me, <laughs> mind, body, and soul. You thought my last name was Chipperson? What? Is it not? <laughs> it is now. Okay. <laughs> We're changing both of our last names to Chipperson. <laughs> Chipperson. Okay, here we go. Before I met you, I was floating on the wind with no home to call my own. But ever since you stuck it in my big wet hole, I knew... <laughs> You hear an awe from the crowd. (laughs) I knew that my life was complete. And I want you to come live with me and Niles in my one-bedroom garden apartment with my mother and all of her gerbils. (laughs) And if you deny me today, just know this. You will be denying the friggin' rock-hardest tits in the universe, and you'd be leaving me a broken woman. With that being said, <laughs> Chip Chipperson, sexy idiot baby boy, little stinky guy, stinky friggin' guy. He's so stinky. I love it. Thank you. Let me smell an armpit. Let me smell I it. I lift my armpit. Yeah. <laughs> Will you marry me? The rest of the gang 
holds each other's hands. Jennifer grabs Beast's hand and Chalice's hand. He's got to do it. It's the only thing we haven't done in the parlay yet. If there isn't an engagement, we don't get the bar back. We don't get the goal. This is no longer the best day of Chalice's (laughs) life. Yeah, I don't know. Chip looks down at this woman who he loves so dearly and looks back at his friends. And he knows that if he says no, they lose the bar. But he also knows that they're the only three people that really mean anything that's worth anything to him. What was that? You're speaking your thoughts out loud. <laughs> um, was that an answer to me? Alberta, I, I love you. I love you more than I thought I could love a lot of people. Um, okay. <laughs> n- no. Uh, I, I don't want to marry you. But... <laughs> but but you will right but, right but I, but I hope you have a happy life and i oh. um and i could try to introduce you to somebody that i know oh okay f- off are you kidding me with this no i'm you not, introduce me to someone no, it's not, I, I know all the hottest guys in town you worm i know but it's not my town okay and i want to stay here with my friends who i love who i love okay well i'm gonna say that this actually sucks for me (laughs) (laughs) and the audience is like what what's happening they can't really tell so then you hear jibiani come over and he's like so what did he say i said no i said no when they hear chip said no the whole audience goes oh oh god oh no it's a no but you hear one like yeah and it just seems so weird and out of place well i would love to just say to the crowd on this loudspeaker that i'm still looking to get triple penetrated tonight if anyone is interested (laughs) and also i will leave with class and i will leave with grace so chip i hope you never lose your sense of wonder i hope if one door closes you feel the thunder Basically, if you get the choice to sit it out and dance, I hope you dance, okay? So, fuck you, and I hope you dance, okay? Uh, I, I, I really do love you, and I really hope you find happiness. And I'm so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. You know what I just heard you say? I heard this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fought poop. That's what I heard. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. And you guys start getting ushered off the field. The gnomes actually <laughs> just kind of push you off along with other employees. Bye, Alberta. Bye. Uh, well, we do still have the freestyle event of perhaps our most anticipated event. So let's not let that awkward situation get us down. Let's watch some racing. And the crowd kind of picks back up as you guys are shuffled into a nearby tunnel that leads off the arena. And you have a private moment together. Do you not like the bikini? Is that what it was? I, I love the bikini. Thank you. I bought you that bikini, I think. Yeah, that's why I wore it. Uh, For you. I know. I really don't know how else. I, I just, I'm so... Are you so f***ing somebody? <laughs> no. No. Are you loving somebody? Just... Okay, just, you, you took a while there. That was, I'm not stupid. The first time you said, no, no. And that time you said... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? My friend. It's just my friends. You know, it's like I love them and they're the people I am currently committing to for the rest of my life. You know what? I'm not an idiot and I can see that you and Jennifer have a connection. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're happy. Uh, you know, what? I'll take I'll take it. And I really do 
hope for happiness for you. You want to make out or something? Or? I I would a little bit. Okay, I do. Let's do it. Oh. 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 Do you want to marry me now? Do you want to no, marry me now? No, still no. It's a still a no. Really? <laughs> well, Chip, I'm embarrassed to say that you're the 15th guy to turn me down at a sports event when I propose. <laughs> but I'm an independent woman and I am resilient. So I'm fine. And I hope you're fine, but not as fine as I am going to be fine. So I'm leaving you with this. I'm watching. I'm always watching. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> that was her walking away. <laughs> Such a loud walker. Such a loud walker. <laughs> As you guys come into the tunnel, you see Chip there with his head hung pretty low and Albert is nowhere to be seen. Chip! Hey, you dumb f- what happened? You blew it! up the parlay. I'm sorry. I'm it. sorry. Hey, I know. Hey, leave him alone, okay? We are trying to get this bar back to make us all happy. And if Chip was going to be miserable, then it doesn't count. And who cares? I appreciate that, child. I just feel so selfish. Like, I could have said yes and then said no later or something like that. I just feel like a jerk to you, to Alberta. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Hey, man. Apology not accepted. Jenny. No, I like it. I actually like it today. That helps. Thanks, Jennifer. Okay. And the parlay, it needed a successful engagement? Yeah. An engagement. That's what I bet on. There was an option to bet on someone turning down an engagement, but I didn't do that. I bet on an engagement. Who turns down an engagement in front of 200,000 people? Chip burst into tears. Jennifer. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Hey, also, did somebody cheer when I said no? I kept on saying fart. No, I heard somebody cheer. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. I did it. I did it. I saved the bar. I saved the bar, <gasps> Yo, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Tom. And Tom the Fool, a.k.a. It's Tom. Tom Foolery, <laughs> rounds the corner and into the tunnel where he saw Chip get escorted off, <laughs> holding a wager in his hand. I did it! I parlayed the bar with five gold pieces! I couldn't believe it, you guys! I bet that the coin flip had to be tails! The puppy bowl needs to be won by the Basset Hound! There has to be an engagement on the track! Denied! That was the craziest one, but I always said, never bet on love! Oh. And then 10,000 hot dogs need to be sold by halftime. The gladiate bucket they pour in the long jump winner has to be green. And the crowd needs to do the wave during the seventh inning stretch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we did it. Yes. Tom, you old fool. I knew you would do it. Well, how, how much did you win, Tom? 2,236 gold pieces. Oh, whoa. Let's rob him. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, I can't believe it actually worked. I promised you I would. And tears are streaming down his face. I promised you I would. You've done good, kid. Let's go buy our bar back. <laughs> He's frozen in the air. That is cool. Yeah, that is so cool. Sean, can I do it in an arcana check just to see what's going on with him? So we're actually gonna time jump a little bit. I rolled here. a 15. <laughs> 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 so the first thing that we see is the sign above bottoms up that says bottoms up on it yeah! Yeah! squared into place oh above God. the bottom. Yeah! 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 Damn. 
we push inside of Bottoms Up and we see Beef putting bottles back up behind the bar. Most of them are definitely pissed. Yeah, we see Seb doing some sweeping and some happy sighing as he looks around the place. Chip feeling a banister, making sure that, yeah, this is the Bottoms Up and it's actually feeling like the Bottoms Up that I remember. I break it a little bit. <laughs> That's what I remember. Jennifer is in the kitchen cooking up a big pot of orange. Aww. And you can smell it in the air. You can't even tell if it's ripe fruit or rotten vegetable, but it's somewhere in between. Things are definitely back to the way they should be at Bottoms Up. Mm. Chalice is straightening out the comet box behind the bar until it's just right. And then she goes, uh, hey, Chip, can I talk to you for just one second outside? Yeah, Chip lifts his head and, like, wipes a tear. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, my God, we're back. We're back. I can't believe we did it. <laughs> Can you believe this? This is crazy. Tom. <laughs> Tom. He did it. Uh, oh. Yes? Oh. oh, nothing. Did someone say something? No, we, we love you, pal. We're getting ready for our opening soon, so look alive. Is he our boss now? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we might owe him something, but... uh. I just wanted to say, like, two things to you. Yeah. Um, one, I just wanted to tell you how proud I am of you Oh. for saying no in front of all those people. I think that you took really good care of yourself, and I'm just glad that you're doing that. I'm proud of you for taking care of you. Thanks. And the other thing I wanted to say was I like you, and I probably could have waited a couple weeks but every time I wait with this and every I, time... I don't, I don't want you to wait. What? Charles, I... Were there other reasons I said no? Maybe, but you're the reason I said no. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Charles. So... I, I like you, too. Cool. We like each other. That's so cool. It's interesting. It's, yeah. It's really fun. Um, Great. Yes. Do you want... To kiss me. I do want to kiss you. Do you want to kiss me? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, let's, yeah, let's. Chip closes his eyes and starts to lean forward towards Chalice. Chalice does the same. Your senses are on fire as you're about to kiss each other, and your eyes are closed, and you are just waiting to feel the other person's lips on your lips. Give me, both of you, a perception check with disadvantage. What? Since your eyes are closed. Ugh, five. Oh, God, a two. Chip, the moment passes where you feel like, oh, I thought I would be kissing Chalice by now. Then a full other moment passes, and you go, there's no way I've leaned forward so far. She should be there. And you open your eyes, and Chalice, you didn't see this coming, but Chip, what you see is a bag has been placed over Chalice's head, and she is being taken <gasps> by two large men in gold-plated armor, which you immediately recognize as the armor worn only by the royal patrolman of the castle of Frasier. And they're moving Chalice away quickly. Chip! Chalice! Chalice! And everything goes black for you, Chip, as you feel something bludgeon the back of your head. And in case you need a refresher on who the hell Tom Foolery is, 
Here's a little clip from episode two earlier this season. You got to leave or give us 2,000 gold pieces, one of the two. <laughs> I'll find a way. Scat, you Tom, you foolery. No. Go on, we don't want you anymore. Can't you yeah. see? No. No. Just go. I'll get the gold. And he wipes tears from his face and starts running. <laughs> I love that guy. This is the hardest day. I hope Tom saves us. <laughs> <laughs> Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Waleed Mansour, and me, Sean Coyle. Arnie Parrott wrote the theme song, Waleed and I worked out the story concept, and Grace Harper did the editing on this one. Whoa! It's another end of a season. Can you believe it? Because I cannot. This is wild! Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. It means the world. We've been having a blast recording this. A lot has happened personally for the cast this season. Uh, Two of our cast members had babies, Waleed and Ben. And, uh, man, this was really a wild one. Thank you again for listening. And I know what you're thinking, though. How the heck am I going to go four whole weeks without a sitcom D&D episode before season four starts? Well, I have good news for you. Y'all, we have got a Patreon and there has never been a better time to join because the support from our patrons, it's what makes the show possible. It's how we pay for editors, equipment, and all the expenses that go into creating the show that we love. So hop on now for five bucks and get access to over 70 hours of content instantly. And for those of you who are already subscribed to our Patreon, shout out to the kitchen rats. This week's episode is... Summer Solstice Bash, where Beef, Seb, and Chip go to a very special and real party. The party is real and not something else. So sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd and get in on the fun. And finally, if you want to keep up with the gang, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at sitcomdnd. That's sitcom and then the letters D and D. This is where you can get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes and future guests, see our favorite pull quotes from that week's episode, get hot and spicy memes relating to the show, and see new character drawings done by our very own Waleed Mansoor. Okay, I think that's it for now. Until next season, and thanks, as always, for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.